0: Episode 33, Jerry O.
1: Welcome. Check out this fantastic podcast. This
0: episode is sponsored by the UK Youth Conditioning Association. This summer and going into the world, we are doing our first ever UK tour. To find out more, head over to ukycacourses.com for all the dates. And the early bird is still available now. That's for parents, teachers, coaches anyone who's keen and works with under 18s. Join our private Facebook group, UK Youth Conditioning Professional, meet and hang out and collaborate
1: with a like-minded professional. The Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Live limitless. Tracking down the finest alpha minds on the planet for you every Monday, Wednesday and Friday. Worlds they live by. For example, put the cookie down. Origins... Biggest failures, fears, awakening moments, the questions, yin-yang, the alpha round and their wake-up question to finish. Do the little guy a favor, subscribe and review. It'll help get him off my back. I want your ears, your attention and your motorcycle now. Give them to me. Get to the podcast.
2: Okay, so we're here today
1: with Jerry and uh,
2: I... I don't want to mispronounce your surname. Is it how it looks? Oginski. <laughs> Jerry Ojinski. Okay. He is the founder of the lawyers video studio. And he's, uh, he's, <laughs> he's going to tell me exactly what he does. He's a malpractice attorney. Um, and he's, as I say, he's very successful in his area. And straight away, I'm going to hand it over to you because this is not an area of my expertise. Jerry, what exactly do you do?
3: (laughs) Uh, Hi, Adam. Thanks for having me on. I am a New York medical malpractice attorney, and I help injured victims recover compensation for their injuries by doctor, hospital, or accident here in New York, as well as being the founder of the Lawyers Video Studio.
2: Brilliant. No, because I have seen, I mean, just from, from my angle, I'm I really appreciate the quality of the videos you put out um, and you do put obviously lawyers video academy you do put out a lot of really good content in in video form um have you got a sort of an alpha quote that you live your life by and sort of you bring into your businesses and your video academy
3: yeah my quote is always take imperfect action don't ever wait until things are perfect because they never will be so take action always and don't be afraid to do it because you've got to realize by taking action, you're moving and things you build momentum that way. And once you build momentum, people follow you and they begin to realize you've got great stuff to learn about. So I'm always of the belief that uh, taking imperfect action is the way to live your life and never stop and wait until things are perfect. Brilliant. Like it.
2: Can we get a little bit of. Um your alpha origins, your sort of backstory, where, where did you originally, you, did you originally from sort of the New York area or? Did, yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm originally from New York. I actually um, went to law school here also in New York. Um, but this is interesting. I, I was going to become a doctor. I wanted to be a doctor. My whole family is doctors. My father was a doctor. And I thought I was going to be a doctor until middle of college. And uh, then we, our family was involved in a, uh, a wrongful death lawsuit. And I quickly realized that, you know what? I didn't want to be a doctor. I wanted to do what our attorney was doing. And I thought I could do a better job than he could. And our, <laughs> our, the attorney we had was a big shot, very famous lawyer who uh, ultimately we lost our case, but that entire case changed my life around. Oh. And based upon that, I realized, you know, it was almost like an epiphany, realizing I was gonna say that,
2: what I was meant to do. That sounds like an awakened moment, right there. <laughs> Absolutely, perfect. Um, so, when when you had that epiphany, where did you go from there? Because you said you was in college when you sort of decide, or you, when you decided you're going to change. I know your yeah, college system I, works slightly different over there. Is that just before you taking your about to choose your major? Isn't it? Is that
3: how it? Uh, is? We, college here is four years. Yeah. And so you have to declare your major, I think it was after the second year, and I was a biology major. Um, but had I known that I was going to go into law, I would have probably become something like a political science major, something a little more interesting to me. <laughs> uh, but I couldn't change it, so I actually had to finish up with biology. But the, the interesting thing is that uh, after realizing in my third year of, of college that I wanted to go into law school, That's when my focus changed, and that's now I had a targeted direction of this is what I want to do with my life, this is how I want to go, and now I have a focus. And when I was in law school, most of my uh, fellow students had no idea what they wanted to do in law, but here, here I was as a young law student, I knew exactly what I wanted to do. I wanted to do the type of law that our attorney had done, and um, it was really, really remarkable.
2: See, that is, I think that's like... I'm noticing a key trait in all these different successful people is is having that, knowing what you want to do because, and then you can just have the single-minded determination just to get to it. And once you make that decision, that is the hard bit. Getting there is not the hard bit. It's the decision <laughs> and being, you know, 100% committed. I think that is just the hardest bit by far. And you can yeah. be stuck on that for years and years <laughs> and go down, right. all, go down all sorts of paths. Um, what was... One of your biggest mistakes, either professionally or personally, going into that sort of phase, or even right up to recent times, I (laughs) I guess the one mistake was starting to study the wrong things or doing
3: biology major,
2: but is there any other, maybe post-college, that you've had a real shocker, where it didn't all go as smoothly as we're making it sound?
3: Yeah, I made the mistake of not finding a mentor, not finding somebody who could teach me what was going on in the legal business early on. And so I worked for a company uh, doing, you know, being a lawyer and learning from them. But when I went out to do uh, representing injured victims, I also didn't have a mentor. And so I was just trying to follow what everybody else was doing. And that was the biggest mistake I made. Because when you have a mentor, as you know, you you will literally move so much faster. And you will have so much more information at a quicker pace and get you to your destiny a lot faster rather than trying to all trial and error guess what you don't have to do that there are always people in your niche in your industry in your business who have done it before and you don't have to reinvent the wheel you just have to find those people who have done it before and then get to know them develop a relationship and hopefully they'll take you under their wing and now you can learn from them at a much faster pace that was my big mistake definitely
2: and what i like about that as well is it's completely if you get a good mentor and it's literally one-to-one or in, even in group coaching it's completely tailored to you so if you've got a question you're not going to go off research for days and hours and then have that problem of making that decision or indeciseness you've got a question you ask your mentor they can just look down upon your situation they're not bogged down by your day-to-day problems and issues and mistakes they just can obviously set you on the path and just if you just need, sometimes you know the answer, most times you know the answer, but you just need someone to just confirm it for you, so you're, right. off, you're off and running.
3: That's right.
2: Brilliant. Um, we're going to do the yin-yang round now here. So this is where I'm going to hit you up with a sort of 50-50 options, and you're just going to go with your gut, and we're going to get to know a little bit more about, uh, about you. <laughs> okay. Okay? okay. Cool. So, snow ski or water ski? Snow ski. Um, San Francisco or New York New York coffee or tea tea beer or wine
3: wine Um, vodka or whiskey oh that's a good one Uh, probably go with vodka okay book or
2: movie book okay Um, cinema or meal out meal okay Um, if you were being chased bear or shark
3: bear <laughs>
2: <laughs> And why the bear
3: um, just the thought of the shark's jaws are not very appealing yeah that
2: I think that's more than enough reason um, Schwarzenegger or Stallone um, Schwarzenegger okay um, James Bond or Jason Bourne bond okay um, curry indian curry or roast dinner roast okay brilliant um and this is the complete blank around so this way you just have to complete the blanks for me so if i was ever to visit i mean new york everyone always thinks of new york city but there's also an area what is your actual hometown called again sorry
3: it's called great neck it's a suburb outside of new york city about uh, 30 minutes outside okay so if
2: i was ever to visit great neck i should Come and
3: visit the parks. Beautiful parks.
2: Ah, brilliant. That's that's nice just being sort of half hour outside New York. That's really nice. Yeah. Cool. That's how I'd like to be. Not in the big city the whole time, but just within touching distances. Well, I'm, I'm half an hour from London, so that's fine. Nice. Cool. Um, your best friend would describe you as? Um, driven. Yeah. Um, last time you were drunk was? Never. <laughs> <laughs> I just get married. I just have one or two. <laughs> that's fine. Um, what is your favorite movie and why?
3: Oh, The Princess Bride. It's a comedy. It is such a lovely, lighthearted, classical comedy. It just makes you feel great.
2: <laughs> uh, that's a cool. I've actually seen that. I know which one you're talking about. <laughs> cool. Okay. Um, we're going to talk here. This is like... A time when you ever brought your alpha game when you maybe you thought, felt like you performed or had a result that was right up to your limits at that time hopefully you're limitless but right up to where you thought you were or even beyond that is there ever a time when you thought you know you've done quite well here it's it's all everything lined up and it just went as good as you thought it should
3: yeah that happens a lot for me personally when I speak to attorneys across the country and teach them how to use video to market their practices um, getting on the stage is a wonderful experience for me, and I feel that a lot, especially after I've given such great information and taught these attorneys how to use video. It's a really terrific feeling. Really? And I also, I also get that same feeling when I create great video content for my clients, and I get calls and emails from these folks who see these videos and say, Mr. Oginski, I just saw this video. I have a similar problem. Can I ask you some questions?
2: Brilliant. I, I mean, I, I noticed that as soon as you turned on your camera, and when I got into this interview, I did. your your screen is looking very crisp. It is. <laughs> I suppose it kind of has to. <laughs> it well, the,
3: interesting. I'm just using the webcam on my Mac here, but for my videos, I use a real camera. So uh, that's an interesting observation.
2: Yeah, it's looking sharp. But as I say, the last interview I did, the as I mentioned to you, the the person had their... They had to use their phone, which is like still great content, and the sound was good, but the video was not as sharp. No way. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is our Yoda question. Who helped awaken your alpha?
3: Um, my mentor, Kevin Nations. Fantastic, fantastic, brilliant guy. Brilliant. I mean,
2: he's, he's coming up quite a bit, <laughs> and he's, he's coming on here. I'm really looking forward to interviewing him. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So we're, so don't worry if you're wondering who's this Kevin nations guy, everyone, we're going to, we're going to get right to the, the heart of the matter. We're going to get the man himself. Okay. Um, so when it comes to, um, producing videos, either just for anyone or specifically to, for attorneys or just anyone who's producing videos, have you got any sort of tips or advice on some key things people get wrong or they should really try and do when they're producing videos?
3: Yeah, the most important thing when creating video to market to someone or to help them with something is understanding what content your viewer needs and want. That is the most important thing. Forget about the equipment. Anybody can purchase or rent the equipment. Anybody can turn on the camera and press the record button. That's not what's important. What's important is creating a compelling message as well as understanding who your ideal viewer is and what information they need to know. Not information you want to tell them, that's a distinction that you really have to keep in mind but rather what information they need to know about and by doing that you can learn how to create great content and importantly teach them something teach them something they don't know about
2: brilliant I mean um, little things like that. I see your room is really nicely lit as well it's all very clear um, just, I mean there's some key mistakes I mean I, I've got my I've got a window on the side here so I know the lights coming from one side but luckily this is a podcast um, any key things, just, I mean, just on a real basic, some mistakes, like I'm sure you'll see a video you probably thought, yeah, that's quite a mistake. Sure. And true sure. Mistakes you see quite a lot?
3: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, a lot of people stay in uh, shoot video in front of a wall or a bookcase. Well, here's a favor. Stay away from the wall. Exactly. <laughs> give yourself some distance because this way you give yourself, it looks like there's depth of field. If you're standing up against a wall or up against a bookcase, you look flat and two dimensional. So that's something that I see very often.
2: That's a good uh, point. I've done that, and and I, even when I'm shooting it, I feel like I'm like in a, a lineup, or I'm gonna I'm gonna face the firing squad or something. It's quite weird because it's not natural. Sort of you stand right up against the wall. <laughs> that's
3: right. <laughs> that, that's a key thing. And the other thing is uh, lighting. When you're shooting video, you really should have uh, separate lighting to illuminate you so that you are visible. Because if you come across as being, you know, very darkly lit most people are not going to be forgiving and they'll go turn away and watch some other video. And that's something you don't want to do. So you've got to get the audio, the lighting, and the video quality done correctly.
2: Brilliant. I mean, I've, yeah, I've seen some really brilliant videos people shot with just literally their iPhones and, you know, the separate mics sort of attached. So I don't think anyone with the technology that's floating around, like you say, that's not too important. I think no one's got any excuses for producing, myself included, producing below-par uh, videos. <laughs> That's right. Cool. So we're quite quickly, I think. We're onto our alpha rounds. We're going to spend some time here. We're going to find out all your alpha tools, and uh, we're going to start that with some of your favorite books or things that you th- books that you think would be really relevant, or you're just currently reading. So if you could give us maybe a maximum of two key books. Sure.
3: One book is a great one. It's called No BS Trust-Based Marketing by Dan Kennedy. It's all about the importance of building trust. And the second book, which is phenomenal book, it's called Pitch Anything by Oren Claff. Fantastic book about learning the framing of how to present information to people, how to get across and communicate your information that makes them realize you've got great content and great information. Fantastic book called Pitch Anything.
2: Okay, brilliant. Can you tell us a little bit more about the Dan Kennedy one?
3: Yeah, Dan Kennedy is a really uh, remarkable guy who teaches entrepreneurs and business owners about how to market themselves. And this book is called No BS, Trust-Based Marketing. And this particular book describes the critical importance about how people buy you, not companies, they buy you. And unless they trust you, they're not going to buy your services or your products. So it is key to understand how to get people to trust you before they even get to know you. You know, how do they get to know you? By building trust.
2: Brilliant. Brilliant. Thank you. Have you got a particularly high-tech resource that you use on a daily basis, or almost daily, and a particularly low-tech resource that you use that you could
3: recommend? Um, Yeah, one of the things that I love is my Google Calendar. Absolutely love it. Uh, It allows me the freedom to not have to be in my office when my secretary schedules a, an appointment for me or a phone call or, or video conference. Um, low tech probably is, you know, I'd read a lot. So you've got to go into Amazon and find books that interest you. And next thing you know, just click a button. You've got it on, downloaded on your Kindle and you start reading immediately. I mean, that's a fantastic resource.
2: Really, I'm gonna, I'm gonna definitely lean towards as well on asking you this question. When it comes to, because obviously you are producing a lot of videos and they are high quality. If you've got like a high-tech resource or gadget or something, that you, just one that you use within that process, it could be on the computer program, or it could be a camera, it could be a microphone, something that you think, oh, that is nice and you wouldn't be without.
3: Um, I love to use, uh, like when I'm doing a video conference uh, or a phone conference, I love to use my Samson Meteor mic. It's a really cool microphone. It works beautifully. It's portable and um, I just think it works terrific. It's called Samson S A M S O N Meteor Mic. Nice. What's the sort of price roughly of them? Uh, this is about $70. Buy it on uh, Amazon.
2: And it looks it looks very nice as well. So it looks good and if it if it works well, that's, I think I I might have to get one because I'm just I'm just I've got I got like a real professional mic sort of free 300 pounds. So it's almost like $500. <laughs> I haven't used it because it is so professional. There's issues around it. It's not as user-friendly as I wanted. And it's just, it's, uh, it's more hassle than it's worth. For the, It's really good quality, but there's other alternatives like that that are just so much simpler and easier and will get used a lot more for the quality's yeah. there. Brilliant. Okay. Um, what is one of your personal alpha habits that you do on a daily basis that you think, you know, it's part of your routine and you think it really helps you stay on the path?
3: Two things. One, I write every morning. I write articles for my website. And two, I create videos every day. So by doing that consistently each and every morning, that has become a habit. And now if I, for example, if I'm away on vacation and I don't do it for a day, just like if you're a runner and you don't run for a day or work out, you feel these, 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 (laughs) what's the best way. You know what I'm going to say? You feel like you're missing something. Yeah. And when you're missing something, it's like, oh, you get this drive to want to do it more and more. And same thing if you're exercising every single day and now you miss a day or two. You're not feeling well. And now you get that feeling of, oh, I got to get back into it. Well, I personally write every single morning and I create video every single morning, upload it. And for me, it's a lovely habit and I really enjoy doing it.
2: I bet it feels good. So basically by mid-morning or lunchtime, you produce probably more than what a lot of people produce in a whole day or a couple of days. Probably. And I like that feeling as well. (laughs) What was holding you back originally or at any stage,
3: do you think? Um, It all goes back to not knowing mentors because before I got into this habit of creating content for my website and to market my business, I didn't know how to market myself. I had no clue. I thought, hey, I'm going out on my own. I'm a good attorney. Uh, I really do a great job for my clients. And I thought, hey, people will still come to me because I'm a good attorney.
2: Yeah, build well, it and they will come
3: yeah <laughs> build well, unfortunately it didn't work that way uh <laughs> and so when my caseload started to decrease and i looked around my secretary came to me she said jerry you better find a way to get more cases in otherwise you can't pay my salary and you can't pay your bills i realized at that point i needed to do something different uh and that's when i began looking for mentors and looking to do things differently
2: brilliant um when you've got these mentors, it might have, it might have come from these mentors. It could be someone else. What's, what's some of the best advice you've ever received?
3: Um, to spend time on my business rather than being the business, for example, rather than spending time in the business where I'm running my cases, helping my clients, being the attorney, mm-hmm. you actually have to spend time working on the business to learn how to market your business and to promote your business. And for a long time, I didn't know anything about that and didn't understand how to do that. And those mentors helped me understand why that's so critical. And the more I began to do it, the more I realized how interesting and creative and fun that is, rather than being the one who's actually doing the legal work that's now, it's rewarding, helping the clients and getting them great results. But for me personally, it's so much more interesting and creative to market the practice. That is very, very interesting.
2: That's definitely. I completely agree, and I think the key distinction there is: uh, have you got a business or have you just got a job? Yeah. Because you know, you anyone can, you can go and get a job quite easily, but if you cre- you created a job for yourself that you're tied to and you're just working in the job, you know, is well again, is that your goal? If, if that wasn't your goal, then you if you wanted a business, you need to step back and work on the business. Definitely. Right. Brilliant. Okay, we're here to the wake up question. So this is where if you woke up tomorrow, you still know everything we've talked about today, but you still got we'll give you your basic cameras and your computers there. You can have your family, but no contacts. Facebook is zero. You're starting from scratch. There's no um, video studio, there's no you're nothing. You're jobless at the moment. What would you do and why in that first day, in that first week?
3: The first day I would start writing ten articles. And by the end of the week, I would have created 10 videos and start to put them up online and to develop a following of people who are interested in my content. So here, I don't know anybody. I don't have any followers. I have nothing. And the first thing to do is to start creating content because I'm a very big believer in what's known as education-based marketing. And so just knowing that information alone will start to develop people who are interested in my particular content. And now over time, you can continue each and every day, write more, write articles, write blog posts, get that content out on video, and then start to multipurpose that content with the video. Strip the audio, send it out to a podcast, take a transcript, now create a booklet. And now all of a sudden you've got this terrific information. And the whole idea is not to shout out say, hey, look at me, I've got all this great content, but rather, here's my information, so now when people are actively looking for it, they're going to find it, as Dan Kennedy says, they will magnetically, you know, you magnetically market yourself, but they actually find your material because they're searching for it, so that's what I would do personally. Good answer,
2: I like it, (laughs) I like, the thing I'm liking it, your answers, you're very straight to it you know it sounds like you know exactly what you're gonna say have you have you listened to some of my
3: podcasts I have ah, <laughs> what do you think I think they're really really cool because oh, okay. you are you're asking pointed questions getting specific answers from your guests and now you've got people who you're interviewing who've got clear successes that they've come that they haven't always been successful but they've come from you know other Lifestyles, other areas of life, and now you've, you're pointing them to tell us about how you got to where you are now and what's the mindset that got you there. So I really like that. Cool. Okay.
2: Um, if there was one question that I, you really wanted me to ask and I haven't, what would it be? Or have I, have I covered it quite well so far?
3: Um, one of the things that uh, you might want to ask or that I might even uh, challenge you to, to talk about is how do you develop you know, how do you get somebody to trust you? You're going back to that question, yep. who doesn't yep. know you. And what can you possibly teach somebody? Let's say in a video, for example, in three minutes, that might get some to, someone to trust you. And it all goes back to teaching them something they didn't know. Not giving them advice, but teaching them the process of how things work. Once you do that, all of a sudden, you become the trusted advisor. You're giving them great information, great advice. And who do you think is much more likely to get that phone call or email or to continue to watch more of your content. Somebody who simply just shouts at you and gives you no great information or somebody who teaches you something that you didn't know. It's a very, very important point. And if you use that, it will dramatically help you communicate with your friends, your family, coworkers, as well as marketing yourself and your business.
2: Brilliant. Who do you think I should interview, maybe not next, but very soon? It can be either... Someone off the radar that you know, or it can be someone high profile. Who do you think?
3: Um, there's a very, very interesting guy. He's, a, uh, he's an excellent communicator. Uh, he is someone who's got a very, very interesting background who you would like very much. Uh, his name is Dave Freeze. He's also a trust and estates attorney uh, in Pennsylvania. Okay. And I'd be happy to introduce the two of you because I think you would find him remarkable. Ah, I like the sound of that. I like remarkable. <laughs> Good
2: word. So, yeah, no, I think we're we'll to have to look into that. Brilliant. Um, what's the best way people can get in touch with you if they want to learn a little bit more?
3: Sure. The best way is they can go onto my website uh, for the video. It's lawyersvideostudio.com. And the other way, if they want to take a look at my medical malpractice website, which I'm told uh, is a really robust uh, website. People <laughs> like it a lot. Um, is Ojinski, O lawcom So those are two ways you can get in touch with me. Perfect.
2: And we have put all of them on the uh, the website for this show. This is the show that's is that is up, but it just needs a little bit of tweaking at the moment. So I'm just making the focus is on the podcast at the moment. Um what was going say, what does the future hold for Jerry? How do you see the next year, next few years? What what is coming up for you?
3: Um Obviously, to spend more time with my family, which I love doing because I have a lifestyle practice where my lifestyle uh, fits my business rather than my business running my lifestyle, which is a key thing. Um, And helping more attorneys understand the benefits and how to use video to market themselves because it's such a fun, creative way to help teach people things that they don't know. So that's where I see myself going and expanding that business.
2: Brilliant. As um, I say, and if, if you or your family ever come over to England, you have to give me a shout. And I'm a good tour guide of London. I have uh, awesome. my, my wife's family's all American. So whenever they come over, we've got the tour guide sorted. We've got, we got like our annual pass to Windsor Castle, which is a beauty. So, <laughs> and I still enjoy going around there every time. It's so good. That's
3: but, great. Uh, I'll pick you up on that.
2: <laughs> if there's anything I could do to help you out at all, let me know. Even if it's small or big, I'll do my best. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll give you a few days' notice. Um,
3: Excellent. Thank you for having me, Adam.
2: No worries. What, what are you up to for the rest of the day, then?
3: I have some phone conferences, and then I'm heading into the office in the afternoon.
2: Oh, of course. Cool. So you've got uh, do you. You work from home and and into in, a, in an actual office as well.
3: Yeah, exactly. Cool. I have an office. that's about a half a mile away, which is very convenient. Uh, not a lot of travel. Nice. Uh, so yeah, that's about it. No, that that's
2: commuting is one of my. Not that I've ever done a big commute, but it's always one of the things that I was just not willing to do. Like I just always did the maths with people who spent like an hour and a half travelling to work. I just I've, instantly uh, I was like, right, that's three hours a day. You know, yeah. that's however many a week. That's how many a month. Do you realize how much time in a year you're spending? And I just I couldn't take it. Not that I ever did it,
3: but <laughs> I've been there. I know exactly oh, what man. you're saying. Jeez.
2: Yeah, we, there's a lot of people do it for London. London sucks people in from. I've got friends who literally travel an hour and a half to work one way, so okay. three hours a day, and I'm just like, Whoo, you can't be doing that. Wow. <laughs> wow. It's, it's, the, it's the big money of London, pulls them in, but mm. they literally have lifestyle. You know, if they're living outside London, they're just, yeah, they have no time. Anyway, I will let you go, but thanks, okay. so, much. thanks so much for your time.
3: Thanks, Adam. Uh, cheers.
2: Bye-bye. This episode is sponsored
0: by the UK Youth Conditioning Association this summer and going into the world we are doing our first ever UK tour to find out more head over to UKYCAcourses.com for all the dates and the early bird is still available now so go check that out, And that's for parents, teachers, coaches anyone who's keen and works with under 18's, so I hope to see you there join our private Facebook group uk youth conditioning professional search and ask to join and we're gladly joining you to our like-minded
1: professional the awaken your alpha podcast live limitless do the little guy a favor subscribe and review it'll help get him off my back